0: Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Hey everybody, it's Earth Oddity Podcast. My name is John. This is Tiny. That's me. And we hope you've had a wonderful week. We do. Yeah, we had a... A little trouble recording last week, so the episode came out later than normal.
1: Yeah, we didn't record until late. Well, I I say late. I guess it's like dad late on Wednesday night. Right. (laughs) And so, yeah, it it actually didn't come out until – I think I got it out Friday. Right. And the patron show still hadn't dropped yet. Okay. But it'll be out hopefully later tonight, so –
0: and a lot of podcasts take the holidays off, but we don't. We, we know you get a delayed schedule, but we don't take it. as like the trash, you know,
1: and maybe a slightly truncated episode this week
0: yes. because you I have got a deacon's a meeting. meeting. Yeah. I've been, I've been elected a deacon's officer in my absence. One time I missed a meeting and they elected That's why you me. You can't miss
1: those meetings. Secretary. I was on vacation
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they elected me secretary, so I have to be there to read the minutes and take the minutes. Now,
1: do you also like take their phone calls and no, go get them coffee? That's right, make the coffee,
0: <laughs> make sure everybody's comfortable, has pens and paper to take notes with, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah, I, I was not happy about finding out I was elected the secretary, mm. but I did learn the combination to the safe at church. Cause <laughs> that's where the minutes are kept. So uh-huh. yeah, okay. it, just in case there's a fire, we still have minutes from Deacon's meetings.
1: <laughs> Those are priceless.
0: Yeah. I was looking through the book that has all the, the minutes in it. Uh huh. And, uh, and I was looking back, you know, at just like every, like Wilford was secretary and all mm-hmm. that. I was like, one day someone will be looking at here going, this is John Long's handwriting, you know? Future generations of Baptists. <laughs> I was about to say, how far back do the minutes go? Well, this book goes back to like 2017. Okay. Yeah. So, and there's another book in there. I, I bet you they have probably all of them.
1: Dude, I wonder if we could like find the minutes where they were like, like, voted on like calling preachers or something. Or does yeah. that, I guess that's a churchwide vote. That's a church-wide you know, vote. But the, te-
0: the deacons, don't they vote to like bring that before the church? Well, or no? If, in my understanding, the deacons kind of handle the interim type stuff, but mm-hmm. the pulpit committee or whatever they call it now, search committee. Oh,
1: so the, so the, the, yeah, the pulpit committee, they decide whether or not they're going to bring it before the church. Right. Yeah. Uh, they don't need, they don't need your permission. They don't need
0: our permission at all. <laughs> okay. Now, there is a, two deacons on the, on the pulpit committee. Okay. But, and Deidre. And Deidre, my wife's on it, yeah.
1: And your mom?
0: No, mom's not on it. My mom is on the nominating committee. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, they'll see. It's Deidre and Dana and James and Stan and Randy. And I don't remember who the other two are. (laughs) I'm sure our audience. Yeah, they they love
1: it. (laughs) They were really interested in finding out who was on that committee.
0: (laughs) I guess we could say that Tiny... That your father in law has res- retired as our preacher, I guess, right? Sorta. Of. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he
1: is now I don't want to say interim. Uh there's a church big sandy in Moundville. Yeah. They are merging with another church. Okay. And he is filling that pulpit until they merge. Okay. Uh, but that's that's temporary. It's only gonna be for yeah. I don't know how many weeks, but it's 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 gonna be temporary. And then I think He's also teaching some kind of class okay. at the Baptist Association or something. Nice. So that's what he's doing right now. Cool.
0: But yes, he is. Uh, nice. I had a nice talk with the Baptist Association, uh, the dude down there, whatever his title is, this week. He's a really cool dude. He's right, a solid cool. guy. Had a lot of nice things to say about your father-in-law. Nice. So, all right. Yeah. But anyways, so I guess you're no longer coming to my church anymore. <laughs> uh, me and Tara. And the Lord okay.
1: sat down and had a talk. And uh yes, sadly, uh she decided we decided, yeah. we all decided, the three of us, through much much prayer and supplication sure. that we were gonna attend my brother in law's church. Okay. I assume until the Lord calls him somewhere sure. else, in which case we'll move on the, again. The
0: Lord will call you to move on with him. <laughs>
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> well, his church is a great church filled up with great people. Yeah. I, I love it's that church. It's also
1: just down the road – Like, not even a stone's throw (laughs) from our old house that we moved away from to come here. So, sure. Right. The Lord works in mysterious ways. Yes.
0: Now you can make the drive across the city. (laughs) Again. Again. Sure. Yeah. Sunday mornings go back to leaving five minutes before church is ready to leaving thirty five minutes before church yeah. is ready.
1: Yeah, I got. Yeah, you. Those days were gone. They they were fun while they lasted. Yeah, they
0: were. They were. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Lord doesn't want me to have a an easy Sunday morning. Well, uh, he gives, chaos.
0: He gives us toughest battles to his strongest warriors. <laughs> Yeah, we've seen that throughout biblical history. So. <laughs> he's he's testing you. He's preparing you for a mighty battle. Yes, for when Jared gets called to a church in Birmingham. <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> yeah, that uh, uh, <laughs> if Jared gets called to a church in Birmingham or Hoover. I'm going to have to look. The God. Lord didn't say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> Tara, I've been praying, and the Lord is, I'm here in Chapel Hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you got this week as far as odd news? Okay, man. So uh, we got, uh, let's see, a story about uh, the right to tailgate. A lady who got in a little trouble. She's playing Cowboys and Indians. Okay. And then I got a story about bags of poop. All right. I mean, there's no other way to say it. So what about you? I have a story about the South Sudan president. Okay.
1: I have a story about a river of melted butter. But I want to start off with this one. This is a story about Prince Harry. Okay. And, uh, his, uh, is he still a prince? That's a good question. I mean, he's, you'll, he'll always be a prince,
0: right? <laughs> I don't know. Like I thought <laughs> if you left, maybe you didn't have your title anymore. Well, I mean, we're American. We don't know about we don't this know. monarchy stuff.
1: Yeah, you'd have to ask my ancestors back in the 1700s sure. about right. this. <laughs> yes, yeah. Which I mean, here's the, even if he broke or they they well, what is it? What's that
0: called? I don't know.
1: Like he's, they know, still like, get a stipend. Like something tells me, it's not. Like he didn't have to like go to work, right? Right. Yeah. No. He know <laughs> having a,
0: He's not sacking groceries or anything.
1: He's in. They're in Canada, and he's at the like the hockey stick right.
0: factory. I would love them if they did leave, and then they were living in like a two bedroom apartment, and he's going to his job at B. F. Goodrich, and she's <laughs> working down at Dollar General. And it was a reality deals. series. Yes. Right. Common people. <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they would do
1: pretty good. I'm trying to think, like, from, I don't know, from Crowns to Blue Collar or something. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I can't think of a good show name well, for it, but I'm sure somebody could. Yeah,
0: but they're not doing that. No, I don't think so. Yeah, they appear to be living pretty well from what I see.
1: Uh, one thing that I'm sure is probably going to help his bottom line is he is uh, fixing to release a highly anticipated autobiography. Oh, okay. Titled Spare.
0: Spare, yes. oh yeah, because he's a spare. But he's son. a
1: spare heir. Yeah,
0: <laughs> even though uh, Charles isn't even his real daddy, right? He's a helicopter pilot. <laughs> well, everybody knows <laughs> that. I have no idea. Sure, that's why they let him go. He got a drop of royal blood in him. Huh. They're like, get on out of here, buddy. <laughs> well, They're like, oh, weird. You're red haired. Look at all of us. Nobody else is red haired. <laughs>
1: He's he probably hasn't even had one drop of baby's blood. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, they don't even he ain't not even get in, inducted into the Illuminati. Yeah, he's
1: never he's never done any cannibalism.
0: Yeah. By the way, my comment on Facebook that I think maybe only a couple people saw about the baby, where you turn in your baby if you don't want it or whatever. Oh, might being an Illuminati <laughs> box lunch. I thought that saw was it. a great. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought that was a great comment. <laughs>
1: no, I saw it. That was funny. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, he's releasing this autobiography. He describes how his sadness over the death of his mother led him to seek help from a woman who claimed to have air quotes here powers. Okay. To be able to relay a message. All right. Now, if Prince Harry contacted you, John, John, sure. I've heard you have powers. Okay. Can you relay a message to me from my mom? Yes. What do you think that message would be?
0: Um, I love you. You know, <laughs> yeah. that would probably be a natural one, right? Yes. <laughs> and maybe uh, who's my real dad if you're Prince Harry? <laughs>
1: Like to her. Yeah. That's your
0: message to the
1: ghost, (laughs) Princess Diana. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that would be a good one. Why weren't you wearing a (laughs) seatbelt? That's bad. (laughs) Shouldn't have said that. Again,
1: we're asking, the ghost is telling us stuff. We can't ask the ghost stuff, I guess. We
0: can't. Their powers aren't like mine. Mine, you can ask the ghost.
1: <laughs> and they get a response. Yeah, you get a response. It's one back. knock for yes, two knocks for no. Exactly.
0: Yeah, we're busting out the Ouija board. We'll figure this out.
1: <laughs> well, the the message that he got from this woman, who he says he doesn't want to call a medium or a psychic. Okay. Even though that's exactly what it sounds I mean, like is going on That's clearly what he's doing here. <laughs> the message from Princess Diana to Prince Harry was, quote, you are living the life that she couldn't, which I don't know why she's referring to herself in the third person yeah, here. Right. Uh, and then you're having the life she wanted for you. Okay. So that was the message from Princess Diana. I guess huh. she wanted to marry Leave. a model Yeah, a movie deal.
0: star. <laughs> she wanted to, to marry somebody Canada. on Deal or No Deal. Yeah. Which his wife is fine. She's yeah, she's a good-looking woman. She's right? quite attractive. Yeah. yeah, imagine what you could get if you were a prince. You know, like you can get a hot woman. Yeah, yeah. and he did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then he's like, "Hey, I'm out on all this. I don't like wearing all the sashes and going to all the parades. I just want to bang my hot wife. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what it was." Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Well, that's not good enough." He's like, "Okay, well, I'm just going to hang out with her."
1: Uh, anyway, he he also goes on and he writes about. uh His mother and his grief throughout the book at one time, at one point describing repeated drives through the tunnel in Paris in which she died uh, in an attempt to understand what happened. Well, uh, they had her killed. That's what happened. (laughs) His account of what he says uh, was a conversation with his dead mother in short. Harry, who now lives in Los Angeles. When did they move to Los Angeles? Oh, I don't know. God, huh, I thought would they you were in Canada. Out of everywhere, why would you pick L.A.? That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I thought everybody was leaving L.A. Sure, right. <laughs> does not say where the meeting happened or when. He does not name the woman who was involved. I, well, I hope it was Miss Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me yes. tell you something, Prince Harry. Your mother,
0: <laughs>
1: she said, your daddy was a chopper pilot. <laughs> he was. He,
0: he this medium is like a eight one eight hundred number. He called.
1: Yeah. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> He's like up late drinking one night. Sees a commercial. Yeah, just dials in out of chance. Yeah. Who
1: was that one dude? Jonathan Edwards. Yes, he that's was, what he was about a to say. dead guy. He was
0: dead guy. Whisper to He could talk to all the dead people. What
1: what what happened to him?
0: Was he exposed as a fraud and he went away? Well, that's usually what happened, yeah, right. but I don't
1: specifically know. I don't
0: remember him. That's what happened to yeah. him. I
1: remember Sylvia Brown. She's one of those psychics. I oh, think. yeah? She claimed that there was a missing girl who was dead, I think, who was later found living. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I, said, oh, I wow. guess she's still doing her thing, but... <laughs> Sometimes, How do you come back from that as a psychic? <laughs> there's hits and there's misses, and then sometimes there are misses.
0: <laughs> yeah, how do you come back from that? The
1: minute we sat down together, this is him talking about this this lady with powers. says he felt an energy around her. Well, there, there you go, right? I mean, what else do you need? You feel an energy. Sure. The prince says the woman told him how she felt an energy about him, too, and said, your mother is with you. Uh, he says, I know I have felt that of late. Mm. The woman then writes, told him that his mother was with him right now, like in the room, like okay. Whoopi Goldberg. And, yeah, uh, they're about to make some pottery. <laughs> yeah. And Swayze? Yeah, it's Swayze. Yes. Harry says that his neck grew war- warm and his eyes watered. The woman told Harry his mother knew he was looking for clarity and feels your confusion and knew that he had so many questions and said, Answers would come in time. The print, which it's been a while, but yeah. Prince also says that the woman told him, Diana, you're living the life. She couldn't, you're living the life she wanted for you. Harry, who in his book also describes endless clashes with the press amid trips to London clubs and visits to Africa, Europe, and Hollywood admits to regular drinking and drug taking says he wanted to believe the woman, but he needed proof, a sign, anything. Hmm. One such sign was offered by the woman. Sorry, about an ornament, and they claim that his mother knew about it because she was there. Earlier in the book, uh, Harry recounts how a Christmas tree ornament in the shape of his grandmother, Queen Elizabeth II, was accidentally smashed by his son, Archie. The woman, he writes, repeated that his mother was there when the incident happened, saying, Your mother says something about a Christmas ornament of a mother or a grandmother, and it fell and it broke. That, huh? I feel like I could have made that prediction. Maybe. <laughs> Like, I don't know. How many of us have had children who broke a Christmas ornament? Yeah, we've had tons, right? <laughs> and if you're the royal family, how many Christmas ornaments do you think involve either a mother sure. or a grandmother? Right. Ornament. I don't know. Yeah. I think I could have made that one. Uh, Harry said that Archie tried to fix it. The woman said, your mother says that she had a bit of a giggle about
0: that. Oh,
1: Ah, there you go. After the Guardian broke the first details of Spare on Wednesday night, the book briefly appeared for sale in Spain, leading to other news outlets obtaining copy, co- copies. So, go out there and, uh, and and buy his book. Sure, Because why not? he's not he don't have he's that, not. <laughs> all that royal money anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, he it's like, hard for me to worry about the people who are rich. You <laughs> know, it's like <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh We all grieve in our own ways, so I can't really fault him, I guess, for hunting up Miss Cleo to try to talk to his (laughs) dead mama because, you know, I would be lying if I didn't say, man, I wish I could talk to somebody who had passed away before, too. I just hadn't went to the point of calling a 1-800 number late at (laughs) night and asking for a psychic. So
1: I'll say this. I don't think my mom has ever talked to a medium, Mm -hmm. but she's the kind who – would probably eat something like that up,
0: yeah, oh, I feel like I could get deep into it if I ever did it that's one of the reasons why I want or like get my palm red or something I'm the type of person that would be like, all right, there's something I don't know you know like I would I would talk myself into going this is this is real, mm-hmm. and it may be I don't know I, I just don't want to do it feels a little shady to me
1: <laughs> a little yeah, just a, a little. little
0: bit, yeah. <laughs> A little bit. But if they said one thing, like uh, like that Christmas ornament thing, I'd be, uh, oh, I'm all in. All right, you got me. <laughs> see, yeah. I'm too skeptical. I'd be like, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> how about this? Ask my mom, what. how many fingers am I holding up on my back right now? She can sure. see behind my back, right? So uh, right now, how many right. fingers? Yeah, look, I need to know. Best two out of three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a lady who... uh is in a little bit of a trouble. A Madison indigenous arts leader and activist is revealed as white. She's a honky. She's not an Indian. All right.
1: She's a cracker.
0: She's a cracker. Maybe she identifies. Well, I don't know. I prefer honky over cracker. I just think honky's funnier to me, right? To say.
1: But that's our word. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's our work.
0: <laughs> we can call each other that. <laughs> that's right, honky. Early in 2020, an indigenous artist urged the owners of a new music venue in town to change its name. It was called the Winnebago after the street on which it stands and probably the motorhome, too. You know, <laughs> right. it's probably the most famous Winnebago. <laughs> uh, many indigenous people and allies let the owners know that wasn't the best name for a white owned music venue. One of them was Nibawamajigi, also known as Clay LeClaire, a founding member and co-owner of the Queer Indigenous Artist Collective Gij and budding leader of Madison's Indigenous Arts Community. I, I didn't even know we had one of those. Huh. Me either. Uh, it took several months, but, ofici- but eventually the venue relented and rebranded as the Burr Oak. I'm glad the owners have decided to no longer profit from the identities of indigenous peoples, LeClaire wrote. I'm glad the name is going, but I'm not happy the institutions that allowed it to be stolen in the first place conquered could be another way to put it, right? For over 500 years, indigenous peoples have not controlled our narratives and representations. Our exclusions has been built into inclusions for others. One problem with that narrative Leclaire wasn't an indigenous, and was in fact profiting from the identities of indigenous people.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. Uh,
0: since it D- didn't
1: she did Didn't she say that our our people's story hasn't been told by sure. our people? That's right. It, while she's saying this, while while being a honky, <laughs> being a straight up honky.
0: <laughs> since at least 2017, Clay Leclaire has claimed. Metis Onida Ashinaabe Hiswodi Cuban and Jewish heritage wow. Additionally, She checks all the boxes That's right Additionally They identify as two-spirit A term many ingen- indigenous people use to describe non-binary gender, gender identity Alright, so if you're non-binary, you're a two-spirit A two-spirit Right Okay in addition to becoming a member and co-owner of the Giege, LeClaire earned several artist stipends, a paid residency at the University of Wisconsin, a place on the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women Task Force, and many speaking gigs and art exhibitions, not to mention a platform of trust within the community, all based on an ethnic identity that appears to have been fully fabric- fabricated. Hmm. Leclaire declined to be interviewed but provided a statement to by email to Madison365. I'm sorry, they wrote. <laughs> She's a them day. All right. A lot of Which her, one is sorry? <laughs> one of her two spirits is. <laughs> At least one. A lot of information has come to my attention since late December. I'm still processing it all and do not yet know how to respond adequately. What I can do now is offer change. Moving forward, my efforts will be towards reducing harm by following the directions provided by Native community members and community-specified proxies. Currently, this means that I am not using the Ojibwe name given to me and am removing myself from all community spaces, positions, projects, and grants and will not seek new ones. Any culturally-related items I hold are being redistributed back into the community either to the original makers and gift givers, when possible, elsewhere, as determined by community members. Thank you. Um, she declined to answer any follow-up questions following that. So uh, the first the deception first came to light back in November. A New Age Fraud Forum, which is a message board on a relative, relatively obscure website, posted about LeClaire including copious evidence of Leclerc's claims as well as evidence of their true genealogy. So anyways, some nerds on the internet busted her, mm-hmm. cuz that's what people do on the internet. And uh, she's a honky. Uh, this article goes way on.
1: <laughs> Man.
0: Well, I, I just want to congratulate her on her upcoming run for senator. <laughs> I think she's going to do really well. <laughs> she's yeah, they're uh, fine.
1: So she she basically she was cosplaying as a Native American. Yeah, look at her. Look at her. I mean, that picture on the right—that could have fooled native, me. Right. But I, I, I think she may be using some foundation.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, the one on the left, though, is
1: that called red face? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, as I've I'm uh, I've done Native American events before, right? I, right. I was a. Uh, I want to brag. I was a champion. <laughs> Dancer, right? And you're not even Native American. But I, yes, <laughs> I never pretended to be Native American. You
1: were better at summoning rain from pagan gods than they were. You're <laughs> not even Native American.
0: I did lose some competitions at powwows that clearly I was better at to somebody who was like a full blooded Native. And <laughs> And I would just kind of be like, yeah, I get it. You know, like, <laughs>
1: judges are like, we can't give you exactly.
0: No, I, have had, I had people come up and be like, look, man, like you were clearly the best, but you know how it goes. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's fine. <laughs> you know I'm fine with my goes. third praise, place prize money. You know, we're fine with that. John's like, maybe one day my children
1: will be able to win <laughs> was, I was, but rain dancing with the stars.
0: And I'm an adopted member of. But I don't, and there are claims. I've never done a DNA thing that we have natives in our family tree, but everybody in the (laughs) South does. I was just going to say, I have not talked to a white person in the South that doesn't say there's Native
1: American in their heritage somewhere.
0: you know, looking back at our family tree, that could be true, but I've I refuse to send my DNA into the internet to know if it is true.
1: Well, I was just fixing to say, do we all need to just go ahead and and do no. our DNA testing?
0: No. Do not send your DNA to one of these people.
1: I would like the audience to know that my last name is Sullivan. Right. My it, as far as I'm aware, I'm Irish. Yeah, but I don't want to claim to be Irish if I'm not
0: really. Yes. So. Well, you probably got a better shot at being Irish than I do at being (laughs) Native. Native
1: American. Right.
0: Now, there are some weird things like I don't, hair doesn't grow on my legs. You know, (laughs) oh, that clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) It grows everywhere else too. So I don't know what's up with that.
1: Yeah.
0: So what I'm saying is, I'm not a native. I don't think I've ever claimed to be a native. Although participating in some native activities of which I was welcomed into because mm-hmm. I was respectful, very thankful that people would share their culture with me. You right. Know? This lady was making money off of it and going, Hey, I'm one of y'all. We're same team here or whatever. A
1: spokesperson. Know? Yeah. For, right. for a group. Yes. That she was not a member of right.
0: to me, that's that's bad. Right. <laughs> that's something you should definitely shouldn't do. That's different than dressing up as Pocahontas for Halloween, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, like slutty Pocahontas or whatever <laughs> that people do. That's way different. Love the slow to
1: slutty <laughs> Pocahontas outfit. I'm going to tell you what,
0: kind of cranks my tractor a little bit. I always thought it was me because I used to do dancing and stuff. <laughs> but I like a little slutty yeah. Pocahontas. Yeah. Come in there. What was the guy's name? John Smith. You know, like yeah. a, a white man. I'm coming in there. <laughs> Subjugating these people. T- teaching y'all about
1: Christianity. <laughs> All right. John, what do you think about butter? You like butter? I'm a big fan of butter. Man, my wife loves butter. It's the um, best. I learned that from Paula Dean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, melted butter clogs a historic canal and storm drains after a dairy plant fire in Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Wow. How much melted butter would it take to plug up a whole Like a crazy. storm
0: drain? Yeah. Yeah, those things are pretty big.
1: A, uh, this is like Fatberg Part Deuce, <laughs> right? A dairy plant caught fire in central Wisconsin on Monday night, sending the melted contents of a storage room full of butter flowing through the building as it went up in flames, which, I, th- I mean... I know fat is yeah. flammable. I wonder yeah, why is. all that didn't just catch on fire. I don't hmm. know.
0: I don't know. It was like the like a temperature difference and
1: maybe I don't know. Or maybe it melted and like some of it maybe burned, but it flowed away. But then when it gets cool, it right. it solidifies again and <laughs> it's like a molten hot butter <laughs> flow. Yeah, like a lava flow. I mean, look, nobody wants a dairy plant on fire. No. Nobody wants that. Right. But if it has to happen, why can't it, like, catch next to the corn silo (laughs) (laughs) so you get movie theater popcorn everywhere?
0: (laughs) But I found out my wife doesn't really like popcorn. I've been with her for, heck, almost 29 years and just found out this weekend she doesn't like popcorn. Dude, I talked about this on the show. Yeah. Women... Sometimes they won't let you in on right. stuff. I know. I bought a box of popcorn yeah. at the ball game on Saturday. What's up with that? I tried to share with her. She's like, no, I don't like popcorn. And I was <laughs> like, when did you not like popcorn? She's like, I've never liked popcorn.
1: I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. like, no,
0: no, <laughs> right. we've been married for 29 years.
1: I know yeah. we've shared
0: popcorn before. There's been one other time, one time. Can You Take Me Higher by the Damn Yankees came on on the <laughs> radio, and my yeah. wife sang every note to it, every lyric perfectly, like it was her favorite song. Had no idea she was a Damn Yankees fan. Huh. And when I got over, I was like, Are you? I didn't know you were a Damn Yankees fan. She said, Damn right, I am. <laughs> Wow, that's such yeah. a better story. Yeah, well, man. I'm sorry. I got no, off, no, no, of, the, no, no,
1: off of the butter flow. <laughs> uh, the runoff seeped into the surrounding storm as well as a large canal adjacent to the business, which un- ultimately clogged the waterway despite crew's efforts to contain the spread. The blaze broke out in a dairy processing and packing plant owned by Associated Milk Producers, Inc. in Portage, Wisconsin, a small city located roughly 50 miles north of Madison at around nine o'clock local time. The Portage Fire Department wrote in a Facebook post, uh, firefighters dispatched to the scene that night reported heavy smoke and fire visible on the roof. Of the multi-story concrete structure when they arrived, officials said response teams were initially unable to access the building as they were pushed back by the heat and smoke, as well as the runoff of melted butter. Man, I can just imagine like the Benny Hill music playing. as These firefighters keep slip sliding around everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) After working to fight the fire for multiple hours, firefighters from multiple area departments were able to contain and extinguish the blaze before it could spread past the firewalls throughout the building. A hazmat team also responded to the blaze and attempted to contain the runoff flowing into the nearby storm sewers in addition to the Portage Canal. The canal, once used for commerce, is considered a historical landmark, and plans for its restoration have been underway for years. Well, something tells me this might speed those <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those uh, plans up a little bit. They placed uh boom and other absorbents to control the runoff, said the fire department. Noting that the Department of Natural Resources would evaluate any damages to drains and waterways. Hmm. So, there you go. If you live in Wisconsin, yeah, uh, go check out the the Butterfield <laughs> Canal.
0: Take your baked potato down there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or your slip and slide. Sure, right. That'd be pretty cool. And butter's really one of God's gifts to people. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes everything better
1: yeah just about except
0: storm drains,
1: <laughs> except
0: historic canals right. well, fans have a right to tailgate, tiny mm-hmm, okay. College football fans are dismayed to learn that those arriving to watch Monday's national championship in Los Angeles that Alabama would have won should' have been able to, should have been allowed <laughs> to be in the playoffs won't be able to kick off game day with what can many consider to be sports-essential tradition. Tailgating won't be permitted at any parking lots in SoFi Stadium, the host venue in Inglewood, according to the College Football Playoffs website. This ban is not new and has been a standing policy at championship games for seven years, a CFP spokesman told the Washington Post. Still, fans are spending, spending the lead-up to the game being played this year between Georgia and Texas Christian, blasting the policy on social media. They found some high-profile some high company Thursday when Republicans Ted Cruz uh, and Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, and Governor Brian Kemp took to Twitter to echo their complaints. Cruz and Green appeared to lightheartedly endorse a satirical bill. This bill was proposed by my favorite Twitter follow, Third-year letterman. <laughs> yes. And it is called the Gerald R. Ford Right to Tailgate Act, proposed on Twitter by a parody account. The bill outlaws any stadium or business entity banning, banning tailgating and declares that S- Russian President Vladimir Putin has zero SEC championships. <laughs> that sounds like three-year letterman. Yes. Cruz volunteered himself as a co-sponsor. And Green tweeted, I stand in support of football fans' right to tailgate on Thursday morning as the House of Representatives began an unsuccessful day of voting for House Speaker. (laughs) All right. And so then it goes on into... Oh, all right. Three-year letterman, the parody account, told The Post uh, they were happy to see bipartisan support for this important piece of legislation, which I drafted on my phone. (laughs) 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 So anyways... There's not going to be any tailgating at the college football championship game.
1: I will agree that th- I think that's super lame.
0: Well, how are they going to enforce it? You know, like is if there's not a law? Well, knowing California, they're probably going to roll their state yeah. troopers down there and put you in prison. Well, I when I I until I read this article thought it was like a COVID restriction still right. in force that nobody ever took off the books or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that not what it is? It
0: sounds like the But they're serious about it it because COVID
1: is still a thing.
0: It sounds like the college football playoffs won't allow it. So it's the college football playoff.
1: So hypothetically, if this game was being played in Atlanta, the Mercedes Benz dome, sure, would there be tailgating there? Because it's in Probably. Georgia like
0: you can't arrest us all right
1: yeah the, well, well I'm just saying like is the problem California or is the problem I think the problem the college is, football playoff
0: the the problem is that somebody just realized that this week, you know
1: right <laughs> and,
0: and made a big deal about it, and then a huge parody account on Twitter starts joking about it, and now it's on Yahoo, which is crazy that three year letterman's on Yahoo
1: dude, if you can get if you can get a following. You can have a lot of fun. Absolutely. That's why everybody needs to go follow Earth Oddity (laughs) Podcast right now.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: we can do stuff like this if you don't follow us. Right. What are you waiting on? (laughs) I want a Yahoo News story about drafting (laughs) legislation on my phone.
0: Yeah, that would be great. We should do that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyways... It doesn't really matter because Alabama's not in the game. You know? <laughs> right. This isn't a true championship. But I feel like they should have an asterisk <laughs> by it, whoever wins. Just like Alabama has one from 2009. Sure. Because yes, of Colt McCoy. Of Colt McCoy, got McCoy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, our basketball team's great. Yeah. All right. Well, our football team's not bad. No, our football team's great too. Yeah, dude. I mean,
1: if there's one thing I love, it's arguing about stuff that don't matter on Facebook. Sure. <laughs> yes. Had a whole bunch of Georgia fans, uh, you know, in the in the Touch Close to News comments about how Alabama's finished. Sure. And I was like, yes, they just capped off their terrible season, eleven and two, with right. the win in the Sugar Bowl. Clearly, the dynasty is
0: over. We're falling off. (laughs) I don't think it's over yet. But our basketball team's good. Georgia's basketball team, not as good. All right? We got the best basketball team in the conference. So, everybody get ready. I'm about to be obnoxious about basketball (laughs) for a couple of months.
1: Nice. Yeah. I'm loving it. All right. This is going to be my last story here. Uh, South Sudan president... I'm not familiar with uh, Mr. Salva Kier. I Mm. believe that's how you say that. I'm not sure. Uh, Supposedly he he wet himself. Okay. At an event. All right. Now you know TT problem. (laughs)
0: That
1: happens. I I believe he's in his seventies. Okay. It's probably not.
0: It's not unheard
1: of. It's not unheard of. Yeah. But six journalists have been arrested and jailed (laughs) over the footage.
0: Oh wow! (laughs) Yeah. That seems
1: that's bad. I mean, uh, because I guess you can do that in Sudan. Huh. Six journalists have been detained by South Sudan security forces over viral footage of the country's president apparently urinating on himself, a press freedom watchdog has reported. The clip filmed during an official event shows South Sudanese leader, Salva Kerr, standing for the national anthem, initially oblivious as a strain spreads on his trousers, and then a pool forms at his feet. Sure.
0: That <laughs> sounds exactly like what happens when you pee yourself. I mean,
1: he also could have been sneaking like a beer. Well, or maybe, a free Sun in, and then there's got a hole in the pouch.
0: Maybe the National Anthem just, he lost control of his bladder <laughs> because of how much pride he has in his country. This man's a patriot. <laughs> uh, the camera
1: abruptly turns away after Kerr and his entourage appear to notice what's happening.
0: Sure. On Friday. How do you cover that up? Are you supposed to be standing at attention for the national anthem? <laughs>
1: yeah. On Friday, the Committee to Protect Journalists uh, reported that six journalists for the state-run South Sudan bro- uh, Broadcasting Corporation has been detained by the country's National Security Service under suspicion of an unauthorized release of the footage. The CPJ citing media reports and people who spoke on condition of anonymity Named the d- the detainees as control room director, Joval Tombe, camera operator and technician Victor Lotto, the camera operators, Joseph Oliver and Jacob Benjamin, camera operator and technician, Mustafa Osman, and control room technician Cherbeck Rubin. Mm. I, I'm gonna pat myself on the back <laughs> for feel, sounding like I knew how to say all I that. I feel
0: sorry for every one of them but Mufasa. <laughs>
1: Muti Koti Mumbo, CPJ's (laughs) Sub-Saharan African representative. They're not going to take it easy on me. I was, man. And the arrest matched a pattern of security personnel resorting to arbitrary detention whenever officials deemed coverage unfavorable. Authorities should unconditionally release these six SSBC employees and ensure they can work without further intimidation or threat of arrest, Mumbo said. Uh, the Union of Journalists of South Sudan, which had initially denied reports that the journalist had been arrested over the video, called for a speedy conclusion to the investigation. If there is a case of professional misconduct or offense, then let authorities expedite administrative or legal process to address the issue in a fair, transparent, and in accordance with the law, the union added. So I don't know what's going to happen, but apparently... Six journalists they filmed the president peeing on himself and now they're in prison well and this is why the Twitter files should concern everybody that's right. <laughs> <laughs> because America's not here yet yeah but unchecked we could hypothetically get there, sure right
0: well I was thinking depends should launch a advertising <laughs> campaign in the South Sudan right right and Bill, I have a incontinence problems? Is it embarrassing, you know? To pee when the national anthem is sure. played. Well the man just was overcome by country pride and couldn't stop himself from peeing. Hmm. If the national anthem's never made you pee your pants, I don't know if you love your country.
1: I like to imagine the uh like his entourage like dealing with him the same way I have to deal with my five-year-old. <laughs> like when we're going <laughs> somewhere, like, come on, just Pee now. Yeah, I know you say you don't, but But you better try. But I don't have to go. Well, (laughs) just try. But I don't have to go. If you go here, you won't pee on yourself when we're listening to the National Anthem.
0: (laughs) But I don't have to. Well, being a public servant is a difficult job, Mm -hmm. right? Well, two bags of poop or, or bags of poop were thrown at two of Galway's TDs after a public meeting. Okay, what's a, a TD? I, I don't – a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm assuming it's some sort of, like, councilman or representative, oh, okay. or councilwoman or whatever. Gotcha. Uh, bags of excrement were thrown at Galway's TDs and Rabinette and Cesarin Cannon yesterday in what has been described as an outrageous and horrendous act. I don't It's funny. I don't know if it's horrendous.
1: (laughs) I would definitely describe it as outrageous.
0: Yes. Uh, The Galway East TDs were targeted by protesters with two bags of feces following a meeting in Gort on Wednesday evening. Cannon said last night that it is unknown whether the excrement is from a human or an animal. He labeled the protester an idiot following the incident. All part of the job, you might say, but I can understand why fewer people want to do this job, Deputy Cannon wrote on Twitter. TDs and counselors from across the country expressed their shock and disgust in posts on show, social media. Galloway West Sin Fine TD, <laughs> Mariad Farrell, said that she was so sorry to hear about the incident while her party colleague Kathleen Funchin said it was so wrong. Uh, Local Senator Garrett Carwell also expressed shock, saying, we don't always agree, but thuggish behavior like this is totally unacceptable. Uh, Charlie Flanagan said, sorry to learn of your shocking experience. Unacceptable. Best regards. What it doesn't say is that, well, number one, it's funny, but like if you get thrown a like if you were to poop in a, bag, a Walmart sack and tie it up and throw like it at It me.
1: sounds like you're going to the place with the intention. Right. Because you're taking preparations beforehand. Sure. Right. right.
0: Yeah. You're planning ahead. Yeah. It's a premeditated. It's pre-
1: <laughs> it, no one just pooped in a bag on the spot.
0: Right. Yeah. Yes. But if you throw it at me, number one, it doesn't say it hit them. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Number two, if it does hit me, as long as just the plastic bag hits me, I'm fine. I get some poop on me, then I'm gonna be real concerned. It doesn't say if they got any poop on them. Either. Did
1: it say it was plastic bags? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, they're huh. bags of feces. So it's more like I guess
1: just a very disrespectful thing to do yeah. to somebody you right. really don't like. Yes. Right.
0: Yeah, it's not like they stormed the Capitol or anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause
1: I mean I'm thinking if I wanna if I wanna throw poop at somebody yeah. and do maximum damage. I mean, ideally, the best thing to do would just be to to throw it just the turd. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. if I don't want to get it on my hands, I'm going to like use an open paper sack. Yeah. So that hopefully it hits it splashes. Some, right. There's some splash damage
0: yes. there. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he just had a tied-up Walmart sack or something. Mm-hmm. That's just how it read to me. Yeah.
1: The only way you even know it's poop is if you open
0: it. Yeah, if you examine <laughs> it. <Right>? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I will say... Uh The weather yesterday, this past Saturday, Mm -hmm. was
0: beautiful. It was.
1: Me and the boys and our dog, Beckham, we were in the backyard all day just playing fetch and playing ball and everything. And Beckham, he took a massive dump. (laughs) And so I got a shovel and I used that to like launch it into the woods. Yes, perfect. (laughs) Like a catapult.
0: Sure, sure. I don't, there's not a good transition between what you're we just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to thank our sponsor, world famous Cajun Curl Bayou Bundle Spice, for their support. Check them out at cajuncurl.com. You could order the spice right there on the website. If you didn't know, It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order, order your own. If your local retailer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, Marks Martin Downtown Northport, and Piggly Wiggly on 69 South and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace in Northport. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by you blend the spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check it out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount.
1: Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price.
0: That's right. All right. What do you say we go to the phones? Okay. Look, Libby was goofing off and left. Like, did do you know? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, I think she left like two messages today.
1: Oh, I hadn't listened to them yet, but yes, okay. they're they're here.
0: Yeah, okay. All but right. she's she's not alone. Okay. I'll say hers. <laughs> you may not even want to put on the show because it's just us talking. <laughs> okay. Like, what, you know. I got you. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, we have a. Well, in that case, we have one voicemail. <laughs> uh,
2: from Terry. Hey, this is Terry that's Terry up here in Southern Illinois, you know, the blind guy. Hey, um, since you put that, our plugged our show, um, I'd like to thank all of your 78 listeners that tuned in to our show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was checking out your webpage, um, earthoddity.net, and you have a lot of merchandise in your store. I uh, was going to say if you get the uh you guys have the the sleep mask if everybody bought a sleep mask and they put the sleep mask on and wore it around in the daytime you'd be like me a blind bear uh but the one thing i didn't see in your merchandise on your page was a pocket knife I was still waiting for my pocket knife from episodes (laughs) long, long ago. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, y'all have a good time and uh, keep it funny. Um, You guys are funnier than we are, but still, we're at com. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Terry.
2: Oh, sorry.
1: Thanks, Terry. (laughs) And uh, yeah, uh, pocket knife. I'll have to get
0: on that. (laughs) I forgot about the... Stolen pocket knife giveaway <laughs> we used to have. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Earth Oddity and get a weapon.
1: <laughs> I I'm, I may have your address, but if I don't, uh, send that to Earth Oddity. <laughs> no, Earth at planetmail.net. Oh, and maybe you'll get that sometime in 2024.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I say that's old school, but today, if you didn't know, Tiny. Our first episode went up. Today, wow! Anniversary of our first episode five years ago. Five years ago, happy anniversary! Thank you, January eighth. Thank you, Facebook (laughs) memories. I'm
1: so glad it was on the eighth and not the (laughs) sixth. That's right. (laughs) Also, man, dude, uh, shiny disco balls. He has been on a tear with merchandise. I know. I've done. I don't even know how much is there. But if we could get a sleep mask with. uh, be like Terry (laughs) that would be fire (laughs) yes
0: yeah and uh, if Terry won a pocket knife that was old school yeah And also, I think it speaks to the power of Earth Oddity that we mentioned his show, and he picks up seventy-eight listeners. That's impressive; it's pretty because good.
1: I have listened to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. that have told me to go listen to a lot of other podcasts. Yeah, I have listened to precious few of those there other podcasts that I've been told to listen to. So, yes, yeah, so we yeah. call that the
0: Earth Oddity bump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for calling in, Terry. We appreciate it. We don't have
1: any questions this week because I forgot to change the heading. Oh, yeah. Of the, but but uh, I'm going to change it. You know what? I'm going to do it right now. All right. And next week, we'll get some
0: questions for Thomas. For Big T, the basketball man who played maybe a minute.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to talk
0: about it at the Patreon. That's <laughs> about
1: I'm You want to hear yeah. about
0: the Basketball Chronicles. Me and you Chronicles, talked about
1: that earlier, yeah. but yeah.
0: You're going to listen to the Basketball Chronicles. You got to join the Patreon.
1: John, as this free show draws to a close, we. Whoa, phone. All right. (laughs) We need to thank our patrons. Yes, we do. We thank each and every one of you so much. We would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Jane (laughs) Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Mick Will. Thank you all so much. If you would like to become a patron, and I don't know why you wouldn't, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Oddity. Tiers, we have three different ones, but the $5 tier, it gives you a whole nother show. Right. It's $5. You get like a show after this one. And what are we going to talk about in that show today?
0: Uh, We're going to talk about a guy who's involved romantically with a doll. Okay. I am going to talk about the selling of
1: human body parts. Okay. And that's
0: always fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, all of us are looking for ways to maximize profits. Sure.
0: Well, (laughs) look, they say it sells itself. You know, if you're a salesman, it's going to sell itself.
1: And it's such a welcoming community
0: of people who are just
1: fired up about their hobby.
0: Yeah. And they love to welcome in new members. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, good.
1: And we're also going to talk about basketball. That's
0: right. We're going to talk about basketball.
1: You got anything else?
0: No, that's it. All right.
1: You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us. No matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're available on all those. If you would like to write into the show, we are Earthaudity at PlanetMail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earth on Twitter. Seriously, guys, if you're on Twitter, even if you're never actually on it, yeah. go give us a follow. Go follow. Try yeah. to find me on Twitter. <laughs> we want more power. We've never been banned from
0: Twitter. No.
1: Not because we don't misbehave on there, but yeah. we, we just don't have any eyes on it.
0: Yeah, us. that's right. We, we want to get banned. Let's <laughs> see if Elon <laughs> will ban us.
1: You like show art? Check that out. Underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes. We have a website. Stop by, say hi, buy some merch. Mm-hmm. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number?
0: That's six six two four nine three two zero five nine. 493 2059
1: That's 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off.
0: Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
1: Welcome, patrons. We are here again. And I'm joined by John, and he's going to tell us about basketball. We want to just start there.
0: Yeah, that's probably the best thing. I was going to play some background music.